the Holy Spirit's power in man allows him to accomplish God's work in the earth realm. Amen. That's what Amen. Jesus is saying. Without Amen. me, you can, you can do, do nothing. nothing. Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. This is a message from God. It's not something that we're talking about. And a sermon is a proclamation to proclaim. We are making a proclamation today, which makes it a message. You call it a sermon. Um, but it's not traditionally stand up in front of the congregation behind a pulpit and you preach. Jesus never stood behind a pulpit. Uh, he went to the synagogue, but of course they were set up a little different than our churches today. But most of his preaching was on the outside of the synagogue because he went into synagogue one day and they ran him out because he preached or he proclaimed. And I want to let you know today, preaching is not what a lot of people think it is. You don't have to hoop, you don't have to holler, you don't have to get all hyped up. But yes, sometimes I must admit you really get excited. So I want you to look at this as a message or a sermon from God. This may not be the traditional way, three points in a poem is, is what they teach you, but listen to the message today about the Holy Spirit. Overseer King let me know, he said, you said this was a broad subject. It's a very broad subject. <laughs> yes. There's yes. no way in the world somebody could talk about the Holy Spirit in one or two messages. You'd have to cover the whole Bible because from Genesis 2 all the way to Revelation, the last chapter in Revelation, you read about the Holy Spirit, what he's doing, how he's doing it, who he's doing it with. And this is very, very important. My whole take on our relationship with the Holy Spirit and the Spirit helps us to please God through this relationship, you can't please God without the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's just impossible to please God. So the scripture lets us know that we need the Holy Spirit to please God. Since 1977, I've been uh, pastoring here, and I've never felt so close to God as I do now in all these years. I never read the scriptures with this kind of intensity. Because sometimes you get so wrapped up and tied up in church stuff until you really go off memory a lot of times and the in-depth study of the Word of God. But this pandemic has really brought about a definite change in my appreciation of the Word of God. Everybody have their own testimony. This is mine. There's one thing God has so directed us toward is His Spirit. His Spirit. His Holy Spirit. In John 15, 5, look at what Jesus said in John 15, 5. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. One of the most amazing statements in the scripture I'm getting ready to read. For apart from me, mm -hmm. apart from me, mm -hmm. you can do nothing. What can the vine produce through the branches if they're not connected? 
You do not get fruit from a branch that's disconnected from the vine. As a matter of fact, it eventually dies. So this is the connection Jesus is saying. Just like a vine cannot feed the branches except they be connected. The branches can't produce without the vine. So apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing means nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them and they cast them into the fire and they are burned. Then he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now that's, that's a little bit more there than just the surface reading there. Many people are praying, but they're not connected. You asking the vine to give the branch something. Christ likeness is produced in your life. Now the fruit he produces, we'll talk about. Now, he's not talking about an organization, a building, a denomination. We're talking about connected with Christ through the Holy Spirit. That's the only way God is going to get what he wants from your life. You can't produce this on your own. Amen. Amen. But you know, Bishop, even the point you just made in verse 10 of chapter 15 mm -hmm. about keeping commandments, as Jesus says, Jesus also says something so profound and we're familiar with it where he begins to speak about the role of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Just one chapter prior to that in chapter 14. He says in verse 16, I will ask the father and he will give you another helper yes. that he may be with you forever. Mm -hmm. But the prerequisite to verse 16 is what he says in verse 15. Mm -hmm. If you love me, okay. Okay. you will keep my okay. commandments. And to conclude here is that love opens the door to the things of God. Love does. It was love that place Jesus on the cross. Mm -hmm. It's love that has us sitting here this morning. And it's the love that God has given to us freely, uninhibitedly, and we in return have an opportunity to share that love in this world and to also return that love back to him. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we was talking about, about the Holy Spirit, when we said the Holy Spirit is a person. Yes. He's a person. And the Holy Spirit, according mm -hmm. to the scripture, examines the depths of God and reveal them to believers. According to the word of God, no human has an awareness or knowledge of the thoughts of God, but the Holy Spirit understands the mind of God, according to 1 Corinthians 2, 11. Also, with that knowledge comes the mind. Even as the Holy Spirit knows the Father, so the Father knows the mind of the Spirit. Romans 8, 27 is the scripture reference for that. Mm -hmm. The word mind here is the Greek word phronema. Mm. It means way of thinking. Okay. It also means a mindset, an aim, an aspiration, a striving. And it clearly indicates that the Holy Spirit has intellect. We can't outsmart the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like that. So he knows when we are being genuine and he knows. knows when we are pretending. That is so good. That is. The Holy Spirit can't produce anything in our lives mm -hmm. that didn't come from Christ. from Christ. It must be a part of Christ Amen. for him to produce it in our lives. That's yes. how we become more like Christ. Mm -hmm. 
anything in my life that's not like Christ, that's what he wants to take, take away. away. Amen. But he wants me to willingly mm -hmm. give it up. Yes. You know, yes. there's some things we're going to talk about because all relationships have a negative side to them. Mm -hmm. All of us have had a bad experience with somewhere mm -hmm. along the way. We've seen, you know, the best, the friends break apart. Yes. And that's all part of relationship. But this is something that God wants us to know. It is the Holy Spirit who produces in us the Christ-likeness. Mm -hmm. And as he produces it in us, he intends for us to yield to it. Yes. Because there's some, what I call, negative things that we do to the Holy Spirit. We grieve him. We Some blaspheme the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's just, I think it's five or six I got. That's down the road. Mm -hmm. But right now, I want to make this point. The Holy Spirit's power in man allows him to accomplish God's work in the earth realm. Amen. That's what Amen. Jesus is saying. Without mm -hmm. me, you can, can do, do nothing. nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's more than just a church or an organization that represents the church or like the church. It's more to it than the natural things that we do. Mm -hmm. And I believe what has happened here in these last years is man has found a way to do things without God. Mm. And he think now that God really likes us. Oh, we have a wonderful time in service. But who's being glorified? Uh, yes. What is it that you do on a Sunday or on a worship time together that you can't do without the, the Holy, Holy Spirit? Spirit. Wow. What is it that we do that we can't do without him? He is the sole person responsible mm -hmm. for what goes on in the church when we mm -hmm. yield to him. Yes. I, wanna, I want us to go to Ephesians Paul talks about the church there, the book of Ephesians. I think this is very, very important. I'm going to start at, at chapter four because the church, the church should be aware of many things that God want to do. Mm -hmm. just, just a few scriptures. In chapter four and verse seven, listen at what the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. inspired the apostle Paul to write. We're reading from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now. Amen. This isn't Paul mine. Yeah. No scriptures was given by the will of man. Yes. But right. holy men of God mm -hmm. wrote. Yes. As they so were inspired good. by the Holy Spirit. Amen. I like that. Mm -hmm. So we're reading from the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's called the book of Ephesians. Yes. Paul letter to the Ephesians. Verse seven. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Paul is talking about. In the church now, the mm -hmm. church at Ephesus, and that was some church there in Ephesus. The Temple of Diana was there. That's what the Romans called, the Greeks called the Artemis. Mm -hmm. One of the seven wonders of the world. Diana controlled just about everything in the area. I mean, all the money exchanges and everything mm -hmm. had to come through that demonic temple. Yes. Yes. And it's just what the enemy want to do today. He wants to control everything. everything. But God's mm -hmm. people should ease up mm -hmm. off the fear and being intimidated. You have the Holy Spirit Amen. with Amen. you. My yes. God. Yes. Then he says, <laughs> but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen to what he says. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives, a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. Now, that part is very good. I mentioned something about that the other week. You know, okay. when, a, when a Roman general goes and conquers a place, mm -hmm. he 
shackles the uh, warriors that they have captured and have them in the back of the parade. The Roman general rides in the chariot and all of the goods and the spoils that they have taken and all the soldiers as prisoners, they come behind him and they cheer this Roman general on for being a victor. See so this Jesus saying, when he ascended on high, yes, he yes. led, there was nothing the devil can do. Yes. Nothing. He led captivity captive. Mm -hmm. He gave gifts under man right in the face of the devil. Yes. He couldn't stop Jesus from giving the gifts, and he can't stop the gifts from operating. Amen. All God wants us to do is want them. Amen. So this is what Amen. Paul is saying. I'm going to go to verse, verse 3. Being diligent mm -hmm. to preserve the unity of the Spirit. The unity in the church come from the spirit. the spirit. It didn't come from fellowships yes, yes. And, and different organizational meetings. The unity of the church, it is called the unity of the spirit. spirit. Mm -hmm. And what holds us together? Peace. Peace. Yes. peace. The spirit will bring the unity and peace and be at peace among mm. yourselves. Amen. Amen. And then he says, there is one body, mm -hmm. one spirit, just as you were called in one hope, of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Now he talks about the one that he said, but when it comes to the members, but he says to each one of us, every person that comes into the body of Christ yes. does not come just to be a member. Mm -hmm. He comes to be a functioning part of that body. Amen. Amen. So if you're not functioning in the body, mm -hmm. how do you say you're a member? Yeah. If my hand just froze stiff and wouldn't do anything, it's useless to, to me. me. I couldn't even pick this thing up. That's here, right. You know? That's right. Every part of the body, and Paul in 1 Corinthians uses it, every part of the body should function to make the body whole. Amen. To make Amen. it whole. So I'm going to stop right there. Each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. According mm -hmm. to the measure of Christ's gift. Christ is, is the one that determines what measure or what extent gift you have. Mm. That shouldn't be a jealousy part. Each one of us have been given something to do. Yeah. He wouldn't bring you in the body for just to be a member. Yes, yes. We practice membership. Man, people, <laughs> my, my. But you know, I'm, Bishop, you said something so powerful there. The gifts that are given by the Holy Spirit, they don't produce what we have historically or traditionally think they do. There's a difference between a talent yeah. and a gift that's yeah, given yeah, by the Holy yeah. Spirit. Oh, oh, yeah. Because the gifts given by the Holy Spirit is designed to do one thing, and that's to bring glory to God. Well, you know, you, you need to say that again. The gifts given yeah. by the Holy Spirit yeah. are designed yeah. to do one thing, and that's yeah. to bring glory to and, God. And that's, that's it. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.